0: How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of my radio show, Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. If this is your first time listening to the show, keep in mind that Famous Dead People originally airs as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn, so when you hear me say things on the show that sound more like radio things, that is the reason why. You're about to hear the episode where I interview Wilt Chamberlain, played by comedian Patricio Machado, and Mother Teresa, played by comedian Rebecca Robles. If you like the show and you want to shoot us an email or you want to interview with your favorite Famous Dead person, hit us up at famous dead show at gmail.com we love Love hearing from fans, and we'll try to get your favorite dead person on the show as soon as possible. Subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars on iTunes, leave comments, all that shit. It helps us out a ton. Tell your friends about us, etc., etc. And now, enjoy Mother Teresa and Wilt Chamberlain on Famous Dead People. Famous dead people. It's time. Famous dead people. Time to start the show. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. <laughs> Oh you know famous dead people, people. stories oh, oh. all these
1: people are dead.
0: My guests today on Famous Dead People are Icon of Peace and Charity, Mother Teresa Woo! and basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain. Mother That's Teresa, right. Wilt Chamberlain, <laughs> welcome to Famous <laughs> Dead People.
1: Oh oh my god, thank you so much. Uh, thank
0: you. That's what happens. No, thank no you. problem. Uh, yes. my first question uh is for Wilt. Uh, Mr. Chamberlain, you currently Ooh. hold... Are you all right, Miss uh, St. <laughs> Teresa?
1: I have a stress cold.
0: Oh, I understand. <laughs> um, so, Wilt, uh you currently hold the record for the most <clears throat> points scored in a single basketball game, 100 points in a single game, uh, which is such a monumental record. No one's even come close to breaking it mm-hmm. uh, since. Um, when you were in the middle of that game, did you ever think, like, I should start, like, pa- passing the ball out to other team members Maybe I should start sharing the glory. Or were you like, I'm going to go for as many points in this game as I possibly can get?
2: Uh, You know, uh, it's interesting that that you asked that question. Uh, Initially, uh, I thought to myself, I was like, yeah, maybe I should should really start distributing the ball. But then uh, I just thought to myself, no. Like, why don't I just score as many points as humanly possible and just Mm -hmm.
0: make everybody look bad? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a little selfish, don't you think?
2: Uh, I mean— you know, basketball is a game of uh, basketball is a game of points, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. about you know yeah. scoring more points than the other team. And I feel like uh, I went out there and I wanted to score more points than the other team.
1: Always score more <coughs> points.
0: No, I, that's the thing is, yeah. I, I would think that you, Mother Teresa, oh, would yeah. have the opposite attitude. Like you would want everybody on your team to have the same number of points, being such a charitable person. You
1: know, listen. Here's the thing. Um, in the past, like in a few years ago, maybe, but now I'm like very. I'm pro. You win. Be ahead. Be on top. Be number one. Oh, my dad always said, be number one. That
0: was something that your dad said to you when you were growing
1: up. Be number one, you know, and that's important. Like, if you are number one, you get paid more. I
2: I feel you, Wilt. Scoring points. It's uh, next to a to mm-hmm. godliness godliness yeah oh, did yeah. you
0: was that was that part of your goal? like did you want to be like the most charitable person? did you mm-hmm. want to be the most selfless yes. person?
1: really yes, Lord mm.
0: mm-hmm. see
1: yes because uh if you're not a saint, then why did you get into this business you know so wow, I had no idea you were so
0: cutthroat about being oh, yeah. holy mm-hmm. I just imagined you being such a selfless and egoless person I
1: did what I had to do. To get to the top. Like, I presented myself, it's not funny, I presented myself as, like, meek, as meek, as kind, which I am, Mm -hmm. but I'm also, like, I did what I had to do to get, I wanted my picture on the wall of the Vatican, Mm -hmm. you know, and now I'm there.
0: Oh this is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, you had a couple of great uh, nicknames throughout your career, Goliath well Wilt the Stilt. <gasps> the The Big Dipper because you had to dip down when you would walk through doorways. Am, yeah. I, am I forgetting any? Like, were there any other uh, nicknames that you had either through college or through your NFL, through your uh, NBA mm-hmm. career?
2: Uh, yeah, there was a few of them. There was uh, He Who Walks on Water.
0: Mm. You did not have that nickname. I, I, I
2: did. Why did they call you that? <laughs> well, I, uh, one time, uh, the ball went out of bounds when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. uh, it went into a lake, and I literally... Did not oh. sink into the water when I had to go get the ball. Oh,
0: you didn't sink in the water? <laughs> no,
2: I didn't. I didn't sink into the water. Did you
0: find that weird at the time? Safe like, alert,
2: safe <laughs> <laughs> alert. Hey, I just looked around. I was like, nobody else can do this. Well, this is weird. And weird. I just, I just did it. You
0: just so so. Uh, did, were you ever able to repeat that miracle, or were you, or is it just a one-time thing?
2: Uh, it was just once, and uh, nobody else seems to remember it. Just me. <laughs> um,
0: but did it, it who who called you? He who walked on water. Yeah. Was that? A nickname you gave yourself? Uh, no,
2: uh, mostly, but no, there were, there were there was definitely at least, you know, uh, a bystander mm-hmm. around yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Who, who, like, what was the, what were your friends' reaction when they saw you literally walking on water?
1: Hey. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that too, that was me, Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. and I think that's what happened.
0: Is that what you're assuming happened, Mother mm-hmm. Teresa? Okay.
1: <laughs> also, I got a nickname, uh, Cutie Pie.
0: They called you Cutie Pie? No,
1: no, that's the wilts. I know. I Wait, know, wh- I've heard other ladies and men call Wilt cutie pie. Well, yeah,
0: he was. you were a very handsome man, you know, Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, I still am, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's why I didn't mean to offend. No, no it's okay. It's yeah, right. but what were, what were people's reaction when they saw you walking on water like that?
2: Uh, when some, uh, They were like, oh, my God, um, I he has risen. Uh,
0: Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they thought you were the Messiah. Well, okay. They thought I was the Messiah, yeah. <laughs> how, how long did that last for?
2: <laughs> but with a <the> basketball. Uh, <laughs> Till til just right after the 100-point game. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, okay, we okay. get it.
0: And people kind of calmed down a little we bit after it.
2: that. Yeah, and then uh, I just prayed to Mother Teresa. <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> oh, Mother Teresa was your personal saint? Oh, yeah. She was. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, you were alive at the, at the same time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ever like reach out to Mother Teresa and let her know how much you revered her?
2: I did with my soul.
1: Yes, through prayer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you, Wilt, and to all the NBA players <laughs> Who had my back before it was official that I was a saint? Mm-hmm. Because they—they they get it, you know. They come; they're like in the most dire situations, which is basketball.
0: And basketball is the most dire situation. Oh yeah,
1: that's when you're you're facing life and death. I just
0: I can't believe that you would think that. I mean, you were you know taking care of these terminally ill people, mm-hmm. well, like, uh, yeah. and you think that the people in the NBA had it harder.
1: Oh yeah, it's really? Cutthroat. It's cutthroat world. Um, but listen, I've, I've, I've lived a long time and I think I was probably a little more conservative before, mm-hmm. but now I'm like lax and I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's hard out there. Basketball.
0: Yeah, I hear you. So, um, I'd like to pivot over to, to you, Mother Teresa, f- mm-hmm. for a second. Um, in, uh, 1950, you started the... Uh, Missionaries of Charity, which... Kind of a generic name, I think, for a charity, mm-hmm. the Missionaries of Charity. But you get uh, what we do. Yes, yes. It's good, very good, appropriate good. branding. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point of the charity was to care for the terminally ill, lepers, people with tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. And that happened later in life. But you de- you decided pretty early in your life to devote yourself to Christianity. Isn't that true?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So, like, you're, you're like, what, 12 years old? Yes. You know, describe describe the calling.
1: Okay. I was 12... And I had a picture of a cute boy on my wall, my bedroom wall. Really? And then my dad came in and he said, he said, um, Teresa, if you have crushes on boys, it will put scars in your brain. Oh, really? Your brains. And the more boys you like, the more scars in your brain. Hmm. And so I thought to myself, well, that doesn't sound good. And so he was like, I suggest, you know, Something that will basically fast forward, obviously, nunness, nunhood, mm-hmm. because no boys.
0: So, you were your no main love, concern was being, being celibate,
1: yeah, being like you know, uh, pure, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all it was, back then, at least the biz has changed, but back then it was about what do you do to be on the fast track to mm-hmm. get to the the big house, It's the Vatican.
0: I'm just really, I'm, I'm a little confused because it sounds like you had like these very specific career goals, mm-hmm. but the, but your first inclination towards being a nun mm-hmm. was much more specific. You didn't want to do the damage to your soul that your dad said would happen if you had a crush on a boy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what, at one point, did you transition to being more career minded?
1: What do you mean? You mean when did I choose to do like the charity stuff?
0: Yeah, when were you less concerned about like damaging your soul and more concerned about like getting to the top of the top of the heap?
1: Mm. Okay, so then I was like, where where is the market? Where is there like a hole in the marketplace mm-hmm. of the of work?
0: Of You're like, I'm, work? I'm, I'm, I'm a celibate woman. I'm gonna yeah, yeah, stay yeah. away from boys. How am I gonna use this to my advantage?
1: Well, and then then I was like, how do I stay since I have to stay in the in being a nun because mm-hmm. I was scared. Girl and my, you know I was like okay, I gotta find how do I be the best here. I saw a hole in the market which was with the charities mm. working with like the people nobody wanted to touch. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Mm. And you saw that as a possible career prospect
1: as a a way in the door. Mm. Interesting. In the door. Uh,
0: can, can I yeah. ask you
2: a question? At mm-hmm. what point did mm-hmm. it become just like really clear to you like I could like realistically I could be the holiest. Of the run whole, this town. I could run this town. And mm-hmm. I, when did that become like a parent to you?
1: I want to say when I was 13. You know, 12, had, this, had the talk with my dad,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, who's Oaxacan from Mexico. That's why my accent is confused. <laughs> because I was
0: accurate, born in Macedonia,
1: but... but I have a little Oaxaca mm-hmm. voice, man okay. voice. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen, I knew. I mean, it took me no time. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of the things that I find fascinating about uh, your legacy Mm -hmm. is that your name has become so synonymous with peace and charity. Like, if I were to do something nice, like give a homeless guy five bucks, I could be like, oh, check it out. I'm being a real Mother Teresa over here. And Mm -hmm. that's what you wanted your legacy to be. Um, But if your name had to mean something else, the way that, like, Einstein means smart or Mark Cuban means rich like what else would you choose like you know the palette's completely open here what right. well, what else would you like your name to be synonymous with
1: um sexy
0: really oh yeah i didn't I, I didn't know that was a priority for you
1: well i think i for so long had to pretend it wasn't mhm so but that wasn't to be funny that's serious you know i'm a i am i am a very sensual person really but, yeah
0: no i mean that's it's it seems so contrary to what your history is
1: yeah, but, you know, you are always in charge, Jared, of your own history. Yes, that like, is true. You know, Michael Jackson had a beautiful album, His Story, His Story. Okay. And I like Michael, I like to say, Wilt, you know, you were always in charge. His story, you know, her story, her story, mm-hmm. sexy.
0: Did this ever, did, did being an attractive woman ever mm-hmm. come up, like, as you're trying to do your missionary work, as you're trying uh, to be celibate?
1: All the time, it got in the way. Mm-hmm. You know, but I am very strong and I was able to be like, no, 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 no. Hmm.
0: Were there any incidents like, you know, you're in uh, India, you're, you're you're taking care of people who are dying of, of AIDS and tuberculosis, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. what happens?
1: What do you mean? The like,
0: no- like, what, like, can you give me a specific? Oh, like, we you know. fall in love. <laughs> or, oh, did you fall in
1: love? All the time. Every day, Jared.
0: Wow. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't uh, be intimate with any of these people no, because of your celibacy and everything.
1: And the health concerns.
0: Yes, also.
1: But, um, uh, yeah, every day I was falling in love. Because, mm-hmm. you see, I was very, like, um, I was so stunted that I didn't have—you know what I mean, Wilt? You know what I mean? Like, when you are training and you can't make love to people because you are training— Oh, excuse me. <laughs> okay, wilt. you might
0: be talking to the wrong person about uh, being celibate.
1: Wilt, you know, like if you got a big, you have a big game the next day, right? Right. Okay, you can't
2: make love.
0: No, that's not what he would do. I've never heard no. that. Okay, I've never heard that. This make... actually pivots really well into my next question for mm-hmm. Wilt. Um, uh, if you're just joining us on Famous Dead People, um, my guests today are basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain mm-hmm. and canonized Saint Mother Teresa. So I would be remiss if I did not mention your uh, your other incredible record, your love life. You claim that you slept with twenty thousand women in your life, which yeah. people have done the math on that, and they say that that's basically impossible. You know, where'd you get that
2: number from? I mean, honestly, I was lowballing it, like for the. Oh, you
0: think it's more than I was right lowballing
2: now. it? Yeah, yeah I was right. definitely. I was being. I was being modest. I was being very humble. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, no, it exceeds uh, twenty thousand. I'd say. Uh, Definitely into the 50s.
0: Mm, and of the mathematicians who say that if you really did have sex with that many people, you wouldn't have had time to do anything else in your entire life? Uh,
2: I, I don't think that those mathematicians are living correctly. Mm-hmm. I think that they're just not doing something. They're 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 lazy.
0: They have an incorrect way of viewing how a person can spend their time.
2: Yeah, I think they're just being really lazy. They're not being proactive because mm. I scored 100 points oh, and yeah. I still... Slept with 200 women that night. Wow mm-hmm. yeah. was
0: in that time did you ever meet one girl that you were like, "I would give up having sex with all these women just to have sex with this one woman There was one. Oh, tell us about her
2: There was one yeah yeah, <gasps> yeah her name was uh, her name was Maria, and I really uh oh. <laughs> her name was Maria she was, uh, I met her in Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, it, was, uh, it was after uh, we destroyed the Celtics and: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I remember. You, yeah, yeah, I was watching.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's when I came close to walking on water again, but I didn't. I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm mad I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna beat you guys. But I met, I, I met Maria at a bar uh, outside of uh, the Boston Metrodome. Yeah,
0: the All Black
1: right. Rose. Yeah. Was it the Black the,
0: Rose? The Black I'm Rose. surprised that you have such intimate knowledge Ooh. of the, the <clears throat> Listen, bars around. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, Jared. My weekends off. Black Rose. Your weekends
0: in <laughs> off? You had weekends off. Oh
1: yeah, you gotta, you gotta have self care.
2: Look, I just want I just, to, I just, look, I, I feel that, I feel that Mother Teresa's, uh, her sensuality goes unnoticed because you don't mm-hmm. really uh, analyze the pictures. But when you look at the pictures when she's uh, praying, there's mm-hmm. like a very a you softness
1: know, yeah there's
2: a there's a there's a sensual there's vibe to it yes wow you know like there's a there's praying going on but like her body is singing an aretha franklin song whoa wow. yeah wow. very
0: wow. soulful i feel like we're seeing some of the historic wilt chamberlain moves here yes in effect are you kicking it but to mother Teresa at right the now? End of the
1: day, at the end of the day i am a saint so you know
2: hey i'm just a ball player. Um,
0: <laughs> anyway, long story long,
2: long story short. Yeah, so, so you meet Maria, this
0: Maria at a bar, the Black Rose.
2: At the Black Rose, this is one of the rare weekends that Mother Teresa wasn't there. It's was rare. She she was she was doing missionary work. I want to hear
0: more about your other weekends off, but let's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, finish yeah. this story. <laughs>
2: but yeah, Mother Teresa wasn't there. she wasn't there, and we uh, we had uh, some car bombs and uh, <laughs> we played darts, and she held my hand and she taught me how to throw a bullseye. Whoa. Oh my and my that's goodness. How we, that's how we bonded. Oh, yeah. wow. Maria. I don't want to get emotional. I don't want to continue.
0: I can hear it. it's mm-hmm. getting hard yeah. to, to go on. It's getting hard for you to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I don't want to be too crass, but mm. would you be able to tell us what you would consider to be like your greatest experience being intimate with one of the many multitudes of women that you had like you know obviously you felt really strongly about this maria girl right but was there ever one that you were like oh my god she was surrounded by like an entire football team and i managed to you know like steal her away from them or anything like that or anything like that
2: um yeah
1: i'd love to be surrounded by an entire (laughs) football team.
0: Mother wow. Teresa. Wow. I didn't know this <laughs> Mother What's Teresa. Such? Put Alicia. Jesus. Oh, this things getting hot in here. Don't
2: ask her about the Black Rose. Ask her when she's not at the Black Rose.
0: Jesus Christ. I mean, you probably had like um, uh, uh, women claiming that you had fathered their children throughout that time, right? I mean, so many sexual partners. Uh,
2: no, yeah, definitely. It was uh, um, uh, definitely my most uh, memorable one was uh, Uh, Queen Elizabeth
0: you did not have sex with Queen Elizabeth
2: really yeah she was uh, surrounded by guards and uh,
0: Mm, well obviously she's the you know she's the queen
2: yeah, so I basically was heckling them by, like, taking their hats off. But it So just... you, were in, oh, yeah. you were in
0: London at the time, I was in and London, you were yeah.
2: clowning
0: on the on the, beef eaters. Yeah, the
2: other thing that people don't really talk about is I used to be on the Harlem Globetrotters.
0: Yes, oh. I actually have I a question about that later. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah,
2: we were in London one time, and uh, I just happened to be stumbling around the palace, mm-hmm. and I started heckling the guards, and I take one of their hats off, but it was just a ruse. To uh, get past them and get to the queen and
0: ooh, so you sneak past the bee feeders. I did. Wow, very impressive. And then so like so so you see her, you know. I'm I'm assuming in like one of her throne rooms or something. Uh, And like how do how do you initiate this this seduction between you and Queen Elizabeth?
2: Oh, uh, I basically just took a ball and I.
0: Yes! uh Yeah, pe- like uh, start doing some Harlem Globetrotter tricks. Yeah,
2: like, people huh? think that like my method of uh, seducing women is like uh, via you know charm and wit. No, it's, I just I always have a basketball with me and mm. I just start twirling it. Yeah. And, uh, I
0: mean, you're such a huge person; like it probably fit in your pocket, right? Just like a basketball.
2: Yeah. What really got it was that instead of her throne, she didn't even realize that she was sitting on her throne, and I replaced her throne with a basketball. And wow, I was, oh, that's I, g- it, I that's gave her the revolt, like
1: take.
0: she was just spinning on the the ball. Would that get wow. you, Mother Teresa? Does that that sound- would.
1: Yes, that would make me bring a stillness and a peace mm-hmm. to my heart.
0: I mean it, you seem like such a sensual person. Like did mm-hmm. you ever did you ever uh, regret living a chaste life?
1: Every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a horrible choice I made.
0: <laughs> uh, well what is what like what was some of the time some of the things uh-huh. that you used to do on your, on your weekends off, which I did not know was <laughs> right. a thing that you had. Because
1: now I'm free to talk. Now I, the, the papers have been signed.
0: You <laughs> no, know? you're you're saying Can't take I'm that I'm on
1: the wall, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes. I would want, I want to let it all out. Um, I, uh, okay, what else did I do? Uh, f- well, the entryway, the gateway to, you know, partying is board games. Board game nights. So,
0: so you would do board game nights with the infirmed at your charity? At yes. Your, and, your then, and
1: then I started I started a board game night in the town, mm-hmm. you know, in local pubs. And then um, really, I mean, yeah, like, that's kind of as crazy. Although Wilt mentioned darts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Darts at the Black Rose. I've got really good at darts. I got really good at other games. Mm-hmm. But I really want to focus on the issues today.
0: On the on the issues, yes. Like like you you, you have a uh, uh, issues that you're wishing to yes, call attention I to. Yes, I want
1: to uh, erase something big I said in my <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize really? speech. Really?
0: Mm. You want to retract something that you said in your Nobel <clears throat> Peace acceptance speech? Yes, Mother Teresa.
1: Wilt knows about this. We talked about this you, outside. You we spoke de- about we in talked in outside. detail. Yeah. We well, we both took before. a car. We took an Uber here. And You took an Uber together. And I said, Wilt. I asked Will, honestly, because he's so smart. I said, should I do this here on this show? And he said...
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. said... Yeah, like, please tell us. I, I think I said... So,
1: it's been a long time. I think I said, nothing destroys peace more than the cry of the unborn child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was very pro-life That sounds back then.
0: Yes, yes, you were. I was actually going to ask you about <laughs> and that And I want to
1: say uh, 180. 180. <laughs> pro choice. Now all you're a pro choice advocate. Big mistake. You know what it's all silly like, oh, I was what a mistake to be celibate. What a mistake to be pro life. I am mm. so pro choice. Yeah. Big time, big time.
0: Tell me about your life had you had you realized this earlier that you didn't want to be chased that you did not want to be pro life. Like like give me mm-hmm. a day in the life of a different Mother Teresa. Um,
1: Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I would have Yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood, mm-hmm. and then used my um, red—you uh, know—the the more like red carpet interviews okay. to spread my to spread the word of mm-hmm. like of like be free, you know, ladies okay. and do your thing.
0: And are you are you dating in Hollywood? Like, do you have a, a oh, career my, as an actress? Like,
1: um, dating, yeah, 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 yeah. An actress. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, we got to take a short break, but we'll be right back with Saint Mother Teresa and Wilt All Chamberlain. Famous. Stay with us, yeah everybody. Just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes. And if you're so inclined, rate us five stars and leave a comment. That stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at show at gmail.com if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments or whatever. We love hearing from you guys. And lastly, if you really like this show and you want to send us some money to help keep us on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash FamousDeadPeople and click on the support this show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the show. Welcome back to people, Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are right. basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain and Canada Saint. Mother Teresa, who are both being really supportive of my radio oh. show. I really appreciate oh, that. It's a good yes. show.
1: This is it's the a, greatest show of all time. Great, it's a great, great show.
0: Now, uh, Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. um, uh, for somebody who has, uh as charitable and as giving with your time as you were, you were... Uh, uh, not without controversy, like we talked about before. You had some mm-hmm. uh, very conservative views on abortion. Oof. You know, yeah. Was that just kind of like rote? Like, were you just in the middle of being Christian and well, there was no, you know?
1: I op- don't want to say it was all PR. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was a mix of like doing what I... Like we said, you know, doing what you have to do to get ahead. Wilt, you understand, you know? You don't That's always do. agree, but you got to do what you got to do. But, but um, also... Uh, I I think I did. I was a little bit into that, too. Yeah, I was a little, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it, uh, brainwashed.
0: Did you, um, I mean, you you, you sound so Mm career-driven in this interview. Did you ever have to, I don't want to be crass, step over... Somebody else. Like, did you ever have to like shove down a competitor, mm-hmm. like in uh, a, another Devil Wears nun Prada. like in *Devil Wears Prada* for example? When,
1: when Stanley Tucci mm-hmm. is passed over.
0: Yeah, he was trying to get the uh the job the at job. Vogue Paris. Mm-hmm. I believe French, it is
1: French Vogue, French, mm-hmm. yeah, Vogue French, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, again, and not not a movie that I would assume you would be a fan of. Listen, mm-hmm.
1: I once read that Ludacris loves <laughs> *Devil Wears Prada*.
0: Does yes, because he does. Be- yes,
1: he does because because it, it, for Meryl Streep, <laughs> nobody watches it for Anne Hathaway. No. Boo, boo, no. Annie, stop acting. <laughs> That's my big message.
0: Mother Teresa saying <laughs> Anne Hathaway, stop she's acting. She's just
1: so like you know, she's fake.
2: Look, Mm -hmm. fakey. Look, just no disrespect to Annie Hathaway's. Like, she's Mm -hmm. great. But Meryl Streep. Right. Is the boss. That is why you
1: watch. So basically, Ludacris said, you know, I watch it for Meryl Streep to see how to run the business. Mm -hmm. Me too.
0: Okay. So
1: I like that. So, yes, I did have to pass over. I did. Sometimes, you know. Would you mind
0: sharing with us a specific moment where you maybe (sighs) had to sabotage another nun's career to get ahead? Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, I'll do it. Um. Uh, her name was Coco.
0: Coco, a nun named a nun named Coco.
1: Yes. Wow. Her name was Coco. Spicy. <laughs> <And> Coco was. <coughs> sorry. Coco was. She was so sweet, and I knew right away she didn't get it. You mm-hmm. know, she didn't get what it was going to take. And we were friends, you know, like we passed notes in class, and we like. We would help cheat on tests. But in the interview, we had like one-on-one interviews, you know, with supervisors. And they said to me, they said, Teresa, who would you say is the weak link here in the nun school
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't even take a breath. I said, Coco.
0: Wow. And you know? do you think that with your guidance, she could have been, she maybe could have overtaken I think you so. or something? I think
1: so. But also, you have to understand, Jared, like back then, for ladies, it was like even harder to get ahead, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like... It sucks, but I had to do what I had to do. Mm-hmm. It was even more cutthroat. Today, I would have, I would be, I would help more. I would help the ladies out more. But like back then, it was just like everybody for themselves. It was I a mess. No idea it was that... a crazy. It was a crazy, crazy time.
0: I had no idea that being a nun was such a vicious, was oh, such yeah. a vicious game.
1: Dane, watch your back.
0: <laughs> now, one of the things that you've been criticized for is. You know, you're taking care of all these terminally ill people. Yes. Um. You believe that they should have suffered, Do that you? uh, that the sick should suffer like Jesus on the cross, mm-hmm. and that that would make them more pure and more godly. Is that the case?
1: Well, yes. Back then, yes. Everything on Wikipedia is true. <laughs> Everything you read, all the bullet points.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm a Virgo. That's
1: true. <laughs> but listen. <laughs> um. Yes, Jesus, the idea back then was like Jesus suffered, he walked through the dirt with no shoes, with the big cross. So I was going with that, mm-hmm. you know, like Jesus suffered, you suffer, get over it, like deal with it, that sort of thing. But today I would be like, because let's be real, who knows if the cross stuff really
0: happened. If, I'm sorry, what?
1: Who knows if the cross stuff really
0: happened. So you, you, Mother Teresa, so today I would say, you doubt... The biblical story of Jesus's sacrifice Yeah or really or
1: Jesus at all.
0: <laughs> wow. that like, is a Like show. I said
1: once you're on the wall, baby.
0: She's mommy <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> mommy <truth>. Teresa knows.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Wilt. Mm-hmm. The truth comes out. now I can be myself. Mm-hmm. you know and what I'm...
0: else would you want to say about like the Catholic faith or okay yeah, or yeah, the yeah, Jesus yeah, myth. Yeah, yeah.
1: So really let it all out. Oh <sighs> cannot wait. Last week, I think the Pope said he grants forgiveness now okay. if you've had an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I want to say uh, thank you, but no thank you. We don't need that. Nobody needs your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, still,
0: you're still pro-choice, but you're saying just don't forgive us. We don't give a shit.
1: I'm saying like I don't need him. He didn't help me the when I was around, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know.
0: Well, he wasn't the Pope at the time.
1: Well, they're, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't help. They didn't fast track me. I mm-hmm. mean, come on. I was what, 87? 80, I died, and then it took another like 10 years
0: to get canonized. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. Um, so, so I, uh, I want to ask uh, Wilt Chamberlain about please. his time in the Hall on Globetrotters, but if you think of any other thing that you would like to say to people who are still Christian <laughs> today or to the Pope just feel free feel free to chime in
2: I just um, want to say this is like mm-hmm. the perfect time to ask Mother Teresa whatever you want it's mm-hmm. like once you get on the wall it's call like, in it's like yeah. get, it's like getting get, get married yeah leather pants come on sweats mm-hmm. come up to your waist like yeah, you're pants. ready to go oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. so uh we talked a little bit about how you played for the Harlem group Trotters for a little bit Will yeah. Chamberlain that's right um, and uh, for those of you who are listening who maybe you're not old enough to remember this uh, this was a basketball team that would do like choreographed stunts yeah. during the game are other are they still around the oh, yeah. yeah, MSG
1: yeah. MSG every like february
0: every february Yeah. Uh, so did you have any like any favorite stunts that you used to do like you know um uh the bucket with a confetti in it or um uh, bringing a bringing a, a ladder out onto the court that sort of thing
2: uh yeah there was a few of them there was the um there was the uh, 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 the gliding dunk
0: the gliding dunk. Yeah,
2: so I would jump off of a stunt plane with a small parachute. There was a
0: stunt plane in in the uh, on the court. Yeah. Wow.
2: Small stunt plane. Sometimes we'd open up the uh, the, the arena ceiling, and then I'd just like jump <laughs> off and I'd glide into it, and I'd have to aim for the basket. And wow. Like, it's definitely one of my favorite ones. Uh, there's one where I got shot out of a cannon mm-hmm. in, uh, right at the basket,
0: and uh, I still made it. Oh wow! Well, really well done. No. It was did pretty... anything ever go wrong when you were Harlem Globetrotter? Like, did you almost ever lose? to the, I think it was the generals that you guys used to the play? The generals,
2: yeah, yeah, we almost lost to the generals. Uh, that's actually where I got my nickname, Wilt the Stilt, is that uh, we, we were losing and uh, we ran out of tricks to do and these guys were just, like, shooting threes on us mm-hmm. and they were getting it in and uh, I The put generals
0: on, were were beating the Harlem Globetrotters. They
2: were, yeah, they were, wow. like, hitting three-pointers. Uh, Whoa! They were catching up to our tricks, like, they knew our patterns and then, uh, yeah, that's where I got the nickname, Wilt the Stilt. Uh, I found actual stilts and I put them on. You and, found uh, stilts that I were not it.
0: part of the show... You Not just part found of show. them at found the arena. Stilts.
2: Coincidentally, I found them, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ooh,
0: found them. Oh, he, for those of you who aren't in the studio, he did a little air quotes yeah. there, air which makes it seem coincidentally. Yeah. Maybe he yes. planted these stilts there. I mean, I, I mean,
2: I don't really know. You
1: do what you gotta do. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: know. <laughs> I it just winks. Wink. He's giving I just wink wink at uh-huh. them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, well, here's the thing. So, you are you're, you're one of the the biggest players. Uh, I don't know if ever, but certainly at the time, uh, what happened when you put on these stilts? You must have been enormous, like nine feet tall.
2: Oh, I was. That's mm-hmm. where the second nickname came in, like a uh, Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. Besides just me being seven foot one, it was just I became nine feet tall. So then,
0: what happens when you're wearing these stilts? Like, does, does the tide turn for the Harlem Globetrotters?
2: Actually, I didn't really do anything. It was just a huge distraction. It was completely <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, I, I was—I could barely walk on them, but the <laughs> team was f- fixated on me wearing stilts and like looking at this nine-foot-tall behemoth that mm. my teammates just were able to score.
0: Now, uh, if you're just joining us, this is <coughs> Famous Dead People, and my guests today are basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain and canonized Saint yeah. Mother Teresa. If
1: you're just joining us... What's your problem?
0: <laughs> this has been
1: going... Gl-
0: <coughs> Mother <coughs> Teresa getting yeah. really salty here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also, of course, uh, going back to you, Mr. Chamberlain, yep. the, uh, your legendary rivalry with Bill Russell of the Celtics. Yep. You know, you guys are really good friends mm-hmm. in real life. I love Bill. But yeah. uh, while you, like. you would play together, you know, there was like, a, you, you, you were, you know, uh, uh, team rivals, you know. Would you mind uh, expanding a little bit on that? Like, well, like, what happened on the court between you two?
2: Oh, t- uh, really? Just a lot of friendly trash talking. Was mm-hmm. Just kind of like uh, it was. It was just more like a friend. It was kind of like a uh, you know. It's kind of like facing my brother on the court.
0: Yeah. What yeah. was like some trash talk you guys would say to yourselves? Like this was the this was like the the seventies, correct? That you were playing against him.
2: Yeah, it was the seventies. Yeah.
0: Uh, so what was like some classic seventies trash talk? Uh, I,
2: uh, just you know, really simple stuff. I was just like, uh, "Your mom's not really watching you in the stands." Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, yeah. wow, that wow. hurts. That's spicy. Yeah. He was just like, uh you've you haven't been with a hundred women? And well like, Oh, wow. that was like a huge oh, insult. That to was you. a huge insult to me.
0: Wow. Because okay. I'm sure at this point it's been thousands of women and you're like he's yeah. like, You haven't even been with a hundred.
2: Yeah, I was like, How dare you? I've been with scores. That is that
0: is like that's <laughs> scores well score. scores only twenty, so Saying you've been with I scores. said plural, scores. Yeah, like it, it could be a, any number. A
2: bunch of plurals.
0: Yeah. Like a lot more. <laughs> but yeah. when
1: you say been with, Jared, we also have to understand that could mean a nice dinner, mm-hmm. an embrace.
0: Oh, that's actually a really good question. When you it's say much? that you've been with over 20,000 women, do you mean sex in every one of those cases or were, just, were some of those just dates?
2: Oh no, I've definitely, <laughs> definitely uh, I've definitely fornicated a, oh, a multitude okay. of times.
0: It's, it seems like you're uh what's what's the expression? um uh, uh, the lady doth protest too much, you know, did you? I mean, uh, uh, if you had dinner with a girl and then didn't have sex with her, did you count that? As, Careful, as Jay. What? what? I'm sorry. We're asking the hard questions <laughs> what? here today. Of yeah.
2: course. No. Dinner dinner was a euphemism. Okay? Listen, uh,
0: Mother Teresa is being really open with us. Yeah. She is telling us how she really feels about the Christian faith, about <laughs> the Pope. You owe it to us, Wilt Chamberlain. When you say you had sex with a woman, did you sometimes just take them out to dinner?
2: All right, I had dinner a bunch of times. But we just talked about my problems, all right? Wow. I was insecure. How many? How many <laughs> of the 20, I was insecure. Thousand, how
0: many of the 20,000 women that you say you had sex with you just had dinner with, uh, Will Chamberlain?
2: Damn it. Just
0: Maria. Just okay. Oh, you only had sex with just one Maria. woman?
1: I knew it, and that's beautiful.
0: That is a bombshell. Will great. Chamberlain. Just Maria. Famous <laughs> ladies, Will <laughs> oh, oh, Chamberlain. Geez. Only had sex with one woman just in his whole one. life. That's okay. That is impressive. I could see that. Wow. I, I could see how that trash talk from uh, Bill Russell really got under your skin. Then. It
2: really hurt me, except for when, he, when I finally beat him in like one of our closest games. Mm-hmm. And he says, wow, you're a real Mother Teresa. And I was like, thank you. Oh, That was how's the that best compliment. How does it make you feel hearing yeah. that today, Mother it Teresa? It makes
1: me feel great. I want to hear my name everywhere, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. it just uh, I've, I've only slept with one woman. It was true. this Maria girl.
0: What happened between the two of you? I mean you you sleep together, it's your one and only sexual experience. Did you did you try to reach out to her? Did you try to make something happen?
2: I couldn't. I was scared. I Mm.
0: and busy. Scared of being a basketball yes. player and taking yes. women out to dinner and not having sex with them.
2: Yeah. I mean, don't emphasize the not having sex part, <laughs> but I was definitely with them, so I don't understand what the... I mean, technically, my mm-hmm. logic is sound. I was with uh, thousands of women.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're making a semantic argument, but um, I guess the point remains the same. Um, now, going back to uh, some of you... Uh, tomato, a, tomato. A real rivalry mm-hmm. that you had. Like, Bill Russell, you were rivals on the court, but friends in real life. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, though... You know, he looked up to you. He was younger player, uh, but you guys hated each other in real life. Like he called you uh, a traitor. He said that you were uh, that being a Republican, you were betraying uh, your race as an African American. That you and he also had a problem with you sleeping with so many white women, which we know all know now was you know not the case. Um, but right. like like you know what I was, was uh... I was still
2: with them. Though mm-hmm.
0: so it's yes, you were I was technically with them, with them uh-huh. at dinner. I just
2: want to make that extremely clear. Continue.
0: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, so like what? How did, how did this feel? That this this young basketball player that looked up to you so much, you know, he, like has such strong negative feelings towards you as a person?
2: Can I be super honest? I was proud of him. I kept calling him son. Really? Yeah, I felt like I was really his father.
0: Wow. Really? I mean, did you, when, when he would be negative towards you, would you be like, wow, I'm so happy that you're standing up to me, that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, like I acted angry, but then I was, you know, I teared up with pride and joy mm-hmm. behind closed doors. I was I was really happy. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, also, like, I just, he could never beat me one-on-one. Mm. So I think that's where my, True. my that's <laughs> where my pride really came in. And uh, any time that we would meet face-to-face behind closed doors, I would just, you know, kind of do that thing where I'd reach out. And, like, I'd put my hand on his head, Mm -hmm. and he'd, like, take swings at me, but he couldn't really reach me.
0: There's, like, only two people that have ever existed who could do that to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and you're one of them. Yeah,
2: and the other one is the Giant Gonzalez, who wrestled for the WWF.
0: Mm -hmm. Everyone knows the Giant Gonzalez. Everybody knows the Giant Gonzalez. He could
2: have done it. He could have scooped me up, but... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I just, I toyed with him
0: behind closed doors. Wow. That
1: mentor-mentee thing, you know, it's very mm-hmm. it's very complicated. I mean,
0: you had a similar thing with Coco. With Coco. Who you shot down, who you destroyed.
1: Mm-hmm. Whatever. And there were others. Oh, there, there were, were? There were others. I'm sorry, guys. Do you
0: know what happened to Coco after you basically ruined her career as a nun?
1: Mm, no idea.
0: No, really? Just uh, in today, gone tomorrow? I
1: heard some rumors, you know, mm-hmm. people talk, that she, um... She, uh, I think, went to Thailand. She went to Thailand. Open, tried to open a surf school, but who knows if that's true or not? Mm-hmm. It sounds like her. It sounds. It sounds flaky, flighty, you mm-hmm. know, unfocused. Yeah.
0: How many? How many careers do you think you destroyed on your rise to the top of the nunnery game?
1: Um. Oh, you know, it's a boring answer, but <laughs> it's boring because, hello, but f- like 50,000 in the 50s. 50, like 000. Wilt said in the
0: 50s. Wow. Mm. So the same number of women that Wilt Chamberlain was well, with. Right. That a, he was with. A
1: non-class, mm-hmm. a graduating class, you know, is like like um, Berkeley High School in Berkeley, California, you okay. know? So it's like a 1, 1,100 right. per class. Interesting reference point. So... So, <clears throat> you know, you multiply that by a lot—fifty, mm-hmm. fifty thousand.
0: 50, so you're. So, uh uh did you ever like remove the the veneer of being a nice person for these women that you were going to destroy? Like, um, I'll, I'll I'll be like a young nun, and you be you. Yeah. And I'm, and you know, there's nobody around. You know, mm-hmm. we're in we're in the nunnery. We're well, in the I want to be clear. You know?
1: It wasn't just nuns.
0: Oh, you it destroyed was everybody. Other people's careers as well.
1: Oh yeah, priests. Wow. The male nuns, the brothers, mm-hmm. everybody. every wow. It's all fair game. I didn't have a thing out for the ladies. Okay. it's every, I mean, if I could have been the Pope, that would have been ideal.
0: Did you gun mm-hmm. for Pope? Was that uh, a position you were going for? In my heart. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilt
1: knows we talked about this too on the <laughs> way did, over. we did. <coughs> of course I did, but mm-hmm. obviously I knew that, like, they would never let me. So.
2: Basically, uh, for anybody who's listening, uh, yes. to give a good analogy of mm-hmm. uh, Mother Teresa's drive and aspiration towards holiness, it's kind of like she's basically the Ric Flair. Of holiness, mm, so like her quote is like to be the holiest, you got to beat the holiest, exactly. and then she just goes around chopping everybody. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. So she gets what so, she wants.
1: So yeah, it's, thank you. To be clear, then it was everybody.
0: Yeah. So I'm a I'm a young <coughs> priest. I'm trying to uh-huh. move my way up to cardinal to bishop. You you're, know, and you're already uh, dead. And I'm i uh, I'm already dead. You're already dead. I'm dead. <laughs> you're dead. You're already dead. You thank just you. completely destroyed my career. I was going to let done. you
1: finish and then say <laughs> and then say okay and uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But Boy, as mm-hmm. my my dad used to say, son. All a right,
0: and so so I find out that you have destroyed my career. I get you behind closed doors, and I go, I go, Mother Teresa, how could you let this happen? How could you do this to me?
1: Well, I'll stop you right there because what would really happen is you would say, Mother Teresa, thank you,
0: Whoa. because
1: I would have helped you find your other path. Baller,
0: wow, you would destroy <laughs> people, and they would thank you for it.
1: I mean, Coco is the only one I don't know because mm-hmm. she left right away. Yeah, so I don't know. If she thank, but she should, she
2: probably did. Mm-hmm. She actually dropped out of the nunhood. She became a singer. She's a her name is Coco Dreams.
0: Wait a minute, Coco Dreams. Yeah, she so, became a singer. She so you out. you followed the career of this young nun that? Why Mother did Teresa... you
1: wait till now to say that? Yeah,
2: yeah because I didn't want to interrupt your you know mm-hmm. your eloquent rant about you know. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. About, so you know what happened to Coco? I do. I do.
2: I've, mm-hmm. I've done a duet with her. You
0: sang a duet. I have sung with, with,
2: sung with the Coco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Coco
0: wow. James, Yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about. I know. That you had a a role in a movie, correct, Mr. Yeah. Chamberlain? Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I had um, uh, I had a few roles in uh, the Die Hard trilogy. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you were in the Die Hard trilogy. I was in the Die Hard trilogy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What was you? Oh, you're a big fan of Teresa? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us about your uh, tell us about your roles in the. You were in all three of the first I heard movies.
2: All three of the uh, the the first ones, yeah. The
0: original trilogy, yeah. All uh, right, yeah. What was your part? I just don't remember you.
2: I was a I was a stunt double. Oh, okay. for most of it too. And mm-hmm. in one case, I was an actual zipline. You were a zipline, a literal zipline. Yeah. I mean,
0: I guess that makes sense. You're a very tall person. You could be, you know, physical yeah. zipline for some. No, my wingspan is at least twelve feet. Wow, that is so very. I art, so I
2: basically just extended my. But no, yeah, I was a stunt double for uh, Bruce Willis.
0: Mm. You, I'm sorry, you were a stunt double for Bruce Willis. Yeah, he was in Die Hard. But they yeah, they, he was in Die Hard. My question is, how how did how did that work? I mean, you look so different. I mean. <clears throat> What are you? What, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, don't. Will Chamberlain, and Mother Teresa, don't look at me like I'm hey, crazy. Hey, You're crazy. Bruce Willis are, okay. and Will Chamberlain look different. you' see no normal, problems.
2: What, what do you mean look different? Yeah. You
0: look completely. Next question. <laughs>
2: I don't I don't understand what's happening right you now.
0: You look completely different. You're an enormous African-American man. Bruce right. Willis was a much shorter, bald white man. Oh, oh, oh. Balding at the time.
2: Okay. All right, I'm a big... Oh, lady. now you see him, already? I now see him no. no.
0: as I'm describing okay. it. I,
2: okay, so, uh, I, I don't get yeah. it. Like, if you would have said, you're a big hunk of chocolate, and mm-hmm. he's a small vanilla, also handsome, mm-hmm. vanilla s'more.
0: Yeah, you're both pretty good-looking dudes, but, yeah. you yeah. know, you look different. How would it work? Like, how could you be his stunt double?
2: I mean, how could I not?
1: Mm-hmm. Fun <laughs> fact, my uncle Carlos um, wants to, uh, he said his, if he could pick any celeb to be his best friend, it would be Bruce Willis. Hmm. Oh, that's, that
0: is fun. Okay, that's all. <laughs> now, I got to ask you, um, Mother Teresa, part of becoming a saint is that you have to perform miracles. I just know? got
1: grossed out mm-hmm. by my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> You used to
0: take care of lepers. No, and I'm people like with for HIV real. Your-
1: Grossed out <laughs> because this is how people get like ringworm, like wrestler. Ringworm. <laughs> no, serious, serious. I got it from my own headphones for mm-hmm. real. Because really? when you ride on the subway and it gets really hot, mm-hmm. and I got a little ringworm behind my right ear
0: from your own headphones.
1: Yeah, because it's like it's like a plasticky thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's hot, and then I just realized I have this now. On me, mm-hmm. but like a lot of people have probably worn. Well, the
0: headphones are clean. I can guarantee you that, <laughs> uh, so you don't have to worry about Yeah. It. Okay. That's so skeptical, Mother Teresa. Yuck. Jesus. She's OCD. Mm-hmm. Little known fact. Oh yeah. I find it very hard to believe that you're <laughs> OCD and you would choose to devote your life to the sick, to yeah. the infirmed.
1: Well, that must have
0: it, driven you insane.
1: It, yeah. Different times, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But take note in my wiki page mm-hmm. when I was sick, California. I went to California. You would go to
0: California. Oh, yeah. Well, you mentioned being on the train with your headphones, oh. which that must have been during one of your weekends off. Yes. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. During one of my weekends. I also want to clear up the myth that ringworm is a worm. Mm-hmm. It's just a ring worm. It's a ring formation fungus that's worm-like, but mm-hmm. there is no worm involved. Solved very easily by cream mm-hmm. if detected early. <laughs>
0: That is uh, Mother Teresa there with a little PSA about ringworm. <laughs> everybody, uh, yep. for those of you who are just joining us, we are here with basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain Howdy. and canonized saint <laughs> Mother Teresa mm-hmm. on famous dead people. Uh, as I mentioned before, you, uh, in order to be a saint, you have to perform at least one miracle. Yes. You know, and there's a recorded miracle of yours. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I, I imagine that you know, in all of your charitable work, you probably. Did others? Is that yes. is that the case? Oh yeah. Tell us a little bit about some of your miracles. Maybe some of your lesser known miracles.
1: The lesser known. All right. So not the one with the guy who had the dream about the leg thing. There was a no, that I, was a real thing. We
0: don't know about this one. Tell us about this one. Oh
1: okay. This was all real, so it's boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> this guy had a dream that his leg didn't work, mm-hmm. and he dreamt that I came to him and said, "Suffer like Christ." And then you'll be better. And then he woke up, and his leg like, was better.
0: Wow, that's real. That doesn't seem like that should count because know, you weren't physically there. It was in a dream. Again, it's all. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's all a little. Uh... A little gray. <laughs> also, little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I was gonna say a little-known uh, miracle that she performed that nobody knows about is that she's the reason why uh, Arsenio Hall got a TV show. Really? Yeah. That's yeah.
0: A, that's weird. I
1: she's think I think it's been now. This the three-year anniversary that his comeback show. Um, it aired recently. Mm-hmm. Or sorry. It aired this month three years ago and mm-hmm. it didn't work out.
0: Arsenio Hall's comeback show. It
1: didn't work out. It's
0: weird that you would know the anniversary <laughs> of Arsenio Hall's comeback show. Well, f- uh, uh,
1: Facebook reminded me today <laughs> <laughs> that three years ago I made a post mm-hmm. to my friend Jamie Rivera.
0: But what are <laughs> what are some other miracles that you perform oh, right. you know, in your in your career?
1: Okay. Um one time I was cooking and the water wasn't boiling fast enough. Mm-hmm. So I prayed to myself <laughs> and then the water sped up. And it's, then a I real, it's
0: a real stretch. Made I think. my
1: food fast mm-hmm. and got to the, my workplace on time.
0: Anything else? Any other examples?
1: <laughs> Another time a friend of mine called me up and she said, Hey, Teresa, my kid uh, uh, wants to have a birthday party at mm-hmm. Discovery Zone. DZ, oh, wow.
0: but the, you know, Will, oh, yeah. but the but
1: the waitlist is
0: through March, mm-hmm.
1: and it was like January.
0: All right, and so and so
1: I prayed again to myself, and the, a spot opened <laughs> up. To use the the air quotes, air quotes. a spot opened up. Also, it doesn't
0: seem like a miracle. <laughs> Let's talk about so so they 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 quoted one miracle, one specific miracle when they decided to canonize you, mm-hmm. which is that you you healed the tumor from the abdomen of an Indian woman. Uh, tell us a little bit about that process. Like did you, that happen? You, yeah, that's according to your Wikipedia page, <laughs> which you have already uh, declared the veracity of. So
1: Yeah, I mean, I try to get on there before the hackers.
0: <laughs> get in there. So, yeah, so what, uh, you oh, know, oh, uh, how did tumor? you go about curing this Indian woman?
1: I mean, it's very basic. You know, people, they they pray, you know, they pray up. Mm-hmm. And then I I sort of decide if I want to be associated with that. Miracle or not?
2: Okay.
0: So that's
1: this is kind of getting into the the nitty gritty, you know, mm. the nuts and bolts. So people pray, it kind of comes through. I I think on it, you know.
0: You hear you hear the prayers. Oh
1: yeah! Wow. It's very annoying. <laughs> I hear it, and then I again, like I said, I decide: Do I want my name on that?
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: do I want to? Am I that brand? And in this case, oh yeah, I wanted that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the t- <laughs> so then how do you go about healing this woman? Oh, uh, right. Using right, right. your divine powers?
1: I close my eyes and I think... She, was really... she there? Was she in your mission? Oh, was she in the mission? Yeah. Uh, I think so.
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't even know?
1: No. Wow. This is hard because... Have you seen True Blood?
0: I have I have not okay. seen True Blood. For those
1: True Blood fans out there, you know that Suki she could hear everything, you know, and it mm-hmm. was very frustrating. So it was like that. Imagine! Imagine! Everybody <laughs> is... Calling me, basically, and I'm hearing all the prayers in my head is so frustrating. So I think, sure, she was probably in the mission, but my head was overrun. Fast forward, okay, Mm -hmm. I can tell this needs to move. And (laughs) And then close my eyes, think hard. And I just sort of put it out there, the energy out there, and we'll Mm -hmm. see. It's a boring method, but it's kind of the only way I know how to do it.
0: Well, there's a little controversy surrounding this miracle. People have since reviewed that woman's medical records, and it looks like it was actually the treatment for her cancer that cured her. Okay, well... Yes.
1: You're either (laughs) either on board or you're
0: not. So, Will Chamberlain, you you call bullshit on that. (laughs) No, yeah, I'm on the Mommy Teresa train, man. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, there's always people out there trying to take you down. Mm -hmm. That was probably... Was this a
0: detractor that, that, you know... Coco. Coco, oh my God. Coco did this.
1: That was... I'm going to say it's probably Coco or or somebody like Coco. That's an incredible
0: claim. Do you have any evidence to support that?
1: I mean, my evidence is probably in... The work in mm-hmm. the pudding, you know, like people, <laughs> people are always, if, if you're on top, it's just like that Randy, what's his name? Randy Newman. The,
0: Randy Newman, the songwriter? Yes. The toy right. Story.
1: <laughs> he had a song from the You've Got Mail soundtrack mm-hmm. that said it's lonely at the top. Mm-hmm. And it is. I'll tell you, he, Randy is right. It is lonely at the top. There's always people trying to...
0: Trying to knock you down.
1: Knock you down. And
0: now Coco, who was a singer that you destroyed and uh, uh, still alive, I'm presuming, is leading the effort to to debunk this miracle of yours? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Or somebody okay.
1: like Coco.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the many... <laughs> One of the thousands. Uh, tens of thousands of people whose careers destroyed. It could be a priest. Destroyed.
1: I mean, let's leave mm-hmm. Coco alone for a while, and it might be a priest. could be... Could be anybody.
0: Now, I'd like to uh, invite you guys to—I've never usually done this. I don't usually do this on Famous Ted People, but, uh, you know, we know that you are—you were a celibate person in your life, even though you had a very strong connection to your own sexuality. We're discovering today—perfect timing. Sorry. And, Wilt Chamberlain, you know, you had this incredible reputation, but we've discovered that, you know, you've actually only had sex with one woman, you know, and
2: I'm I'm certainly to... no Yeah,
1: stand up for yourself. I'm That's certainly right. no
0: Casanova, okay. but mm-hmm. I've had so much more experience <laughs> than either of you. Okay, I just want to know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to know: Do either of you have any questions about like what it's like, like what what it's like to be intimate with another person? Uh, wait, can- questions? Yeah. yeah, like do you do you want to know anything from me? Like I have so much uh, uh, to yeah, tell.
2: Yeah, I have a question for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hot shot. Um... <laughs> oh,
0: I'm not. I'm not trying to say
2: <laughs> no, that I'm, like, this no, no, big no. Or anything. No, no, I'm just... not doing it either. I just, I have, okay, I, just, okay. I just, I have a simple question. Um, All right. can you dunk?
0: Mm-hmm. Can no, you I can't dunk? dunk. Yeah, no, there you go. Ooh, have but I have made a woman orgasm. So <laughs> well. Oh wait, I will just
1: say, I will just say, I I see everything. So. Keep that in mind. I I have powers.
2: I've I've definitely made a woman orgasm, okay? I remember this one time specifically. That's Mm -hmm. right. It's about to get sexy. Mm -hmm. All right. We went out on a date, and I picked
0: up the... This is not Maria, the woman that you had sex with.
2: Uh, Can I finish? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) uh, Look, we went
0: out. It was a a great look. It was a
2: good date. We went Mm -hmm. out. uh, She had the filet mignon, and then uh, I I picked up the tab, and I knew that she orgasmed because she gave me a really uh, big hug and she said, thank you.
1: Oh, yeah. That's it. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I've made a woman orgasm
0: as well. I don't think that that's true. They I don't pray, think, I don't think they pray to have. me.
1: They pray to me when mm-hmm. they're like, please, Mother Teresa, the man I am with, you know, he can't, he can't do it. Mm-hmm. And they pray to me and then I say, that now those, those prayers, those go to the top of my list because mm-hmm. that is important. That is something that matters to me. It's close to my heart. So... I fast-track those prayers, and I answer those mm. prayers.
0: And you give women orgasms yes. using your divine powers. That's
1: mostly what I
0: you, my work That, that was like most Oh, what you do now mm-hmm. is what you do. That's
1: okay. my number one concern.
0: It's just making women orgasm?
1: Yes. How, I mean, yeah. how do
0: you know that that's a skill that you have if you've never experienced that yourself sexually? Did I say that? Wait, so you're a, celib- <laughs> you're a celibate person, though, in your life? didn't Well, you- I
1: never, you know, perhaps involved another person. But you've had orgasms.
0: Oh, okay. I Some understand. things
1: have to say keep stay close to the heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's a sin. I'm surprised that that's uh, an indulgence that you would. Well, like I said, in.
1: neither here nor there. If it's you know has or hasn't happened, but a sin. Oh, that I can say it is not.
0: Mm. Mother Teresa now pro-choice. Big time. Pro masturbation.
1: All the time. Anything
0: else? Like, How do you feel about homosexuality?
1: Totally fine. Mm -hmm. I should have said something much sooner. Mm -hmm. Also, oh, Will tonight, again, we talked about this on the way here. Um, Listen, uh, don't believe when uh, some people are like, I love that this new pope, you know, he says gay marriage is okay, and Mm -hmm. I'll I'll forgive if you had an abortion. But it's all for PR. I know the game. And it's all to get new subscribers mm-hmm. to the new church. Subscribers? Yeah. So, is that what he believes in his heart? You think what you want? I say absolutely You not. think the
0: Pope is full of shit when he Big says time. that? time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I could be wrong. I just, I've, I've. It's a biz. I've figured out how cutthroat of a person you are. I suspect that you're saying this just to take down Pope Francis. Oh, pff,
1: just Pope Francis. All of them. Everybody. You're gonna
0: take down the entire institution of Christianity. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, believe what you wanna believe, but the minute it becomes a business, mm-hmm. it's all downhill.
0: Do you have any? Do you have any uh, compatriots? Do you have any partners in crime <sighs> as you try to take down this monumental religion?
1: Well, obviously, Wilt Chamberlain. Oh,
0: Wilt, you're you're on board for this also. That's right. I'm yes. raising the roof right <laughs> now. the
1: roof. And again, we both want to stress, you know, believe what you wanna believe is totally fine. Mm-hmm. God, no God, whatever, but. Yeah. Just know, like, once we get rules... Oh, two minutes. Once we get the rules, once the rules get in the way, mm-hmm. especially the rules from the men about the ladies, whoa.
2: Of course, <laughs> whoa. But that's what Mother Teresa brings to the table. She, mm-hmm. She's going to fix the church with... Uh, her left and right fist, law and order.
0: Wow. Totally. <laughs> That's what she's this for. has been a really illuminating conversation. But um, That is all for this week's episode of Famous Dead People. I'd like to thank my guests, uh, basketball legend, Wilt Chamberlain. Nice for having me. And canonized saint and uh, future destroyer of the Christian religion. <laughs> I <laughs> not
1: say that. Mother <laughs> Teresa. But I encourage think- free thinking.
0: Okay. <laughs> so I do have one final question for the both of you. It's a, It's a little bit weird, but I like to end every show by asking my guests if they have a... Uh, a comedy show to plug or a funny Twitter account that you like. Anything like that. You know, Will Chamberlain?
2: Uh, yeah, I have a barbecue coming up in uh, Central Park next week. Uh, it's called uh, Uncle Willie's Chili, uh, Chili Cook-Off.
0: So Will Chamberlain is doing a, a, a barbecue in, <clears> throat> in throat> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. In in which park?
2: Central Park. In Central Park? In, in Manhattan, yeah. Uncle right. Willie's Chili Cook-Off. All right, sounds good. So i am be doing that and I'll follow me on Twitter where I like to post my, uh, my, my <laughs> budding stand-up routine.
0: All right, and what's your Twitter account? Also, uh, Uncle Willie. Uncle Willie? Okay. Uncle All right. Willie. And, uh, and Mother Teresa?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, check out the, the Rebecca Robles show
0: mm-hmm.
1: on YouTube.
0: Oh, you're a fan of the Rebecca Robles show? Big time. Mm. Big
1: time. Yeah.
0: All right.
2: Oh, one more thing. I'm not oh, condoning yeah? this, but uh, you know, if you happen to uh, see Coco dreams, she's really
0: changed. <laughs> And I think you should
2: yeah. give her a shot.
0: If a you sh- uh, if you have any questions you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at famousdeadpeopleshow at show We'll try to have them on as soon as we can. We're here every Monday at three p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, Woo! and we'll see you next
1: week. Bye bye. <laughs> oh,
0: Great. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous.